Hi, before we get started, I would like to leave you a little bit of information on where you can follow me on my social media platforms. On YouTube, I am Encouragement Notes with Marie Nicole. On Facebook, I am Encouragement with Marie Nicole. On Twitter, I am Encouragement W2. And on Instagram, I am Marie Nicole Zimmer Peeps. That is M A R I E N I C O L E Z I M M E R P E E P S. I hope that this message finds you well. Let's get started, and I hope that you enjoy the show. My name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. all is going well and you're having a and these sermon notes are from a message called lessons in lives and we studied um different people from the bible throughout the sermon series and the notes that i have to share with you today are on the life of abraham so this sermon is titled, God's Will, My Way. And so the passage that we are going to be looking at today comes from the book of Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible, chapter 12, verses 10 through 20. And it says, Now there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarah, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is your wife? Then they will kill me, but, you, but will let you live. Say you are my sister, so that I will be treated well, for your sake and my life will be and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarah was a very beautiful a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh of when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into the palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake, and Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female, 
male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham, because of Abraham's wife Sarah. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that so that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Ab Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men. They sent they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So, what do we what do we learn about when we take when we take our own way when God wants us to do his will? Okay, so we might take our own way when God's will seems unclear. When God is telling you, I want you to do this, or I want you to do that, but he's not necessarily telling you, here is a step-by-step -step plan on how I want you to do this, or to do that. The second, the second way we might take our own way when God's will seems unclear is that we take our own way when God's will seems difficult. When we feel like our way, our own way, would be the easy way out. The third time that we might take our own way is that when God's will seems too long. Or when God's way takes too long. We might think of a two-step plan where God might have a 10-step plan for us in our lives at any given moment or situation. And so we might think our way is quicker. So, and also, this leads me to our next section. There are, if there are six ways, or no, there are three ways when... We, um, there are three ways that God's will can seem, um, too difficult to take. So sometimes God's will looks like no way. God's way looks like no way. So this would mean that when God tells us to do something, He's not necessarily giving us any kind of direction or guidance, or so it seems. So, we're like, well, you want us to trust you. You want me to trust you. But yet, you're not telling me what to do. So, since you're not telling me what to do, I'm just going to go and do what, do what I want to do over here. Just for the sake of saving time. 
The second thing we need to remember is that God's will, that God's way <laughs> takes trust and patience. We have to be willing to have that trust and patience um, with God. Even though we can't see his whole plan, we need to trust it because he created us and he knows what's best for us. Number three, God's way rarely comes without pain and suffering, pain and sacrifice. I've gotten so many comments on my social media that have said at one time or another that if this world was, if God existed, this world would be perfect. Well, even God thinks that if we followed what he wanted us to, to follow in the first place, and that fruit in the garden was not eaten, and the commandment not to eat it was followed, then everything would be perfect. But since we as humans chose to slip up, we as humans have to face the consequences. And a lot of people out there nowadays think that if there is a God, that he should be a God of kick back, relax, everybody do their own thing. No, God is a God who is like a loving father and a loving father or a loving parent gives their children consequences. So it is because that it is because of the fact that we messed up that we have to deal with the consequences that of our sin and of our choices. So let me repeat number 3 again. God's way rarely comes without pain or sacrifice. Okay, so what do we do when we've gone our own way? There are three things that we do when we want to go God's way, but we realize that we've gone our own way. So the first thing we have to do is leave our Egypt. Egypt was not a place where where God told Abraham to go. Abraham just decided on his own to go on his merry way to Egypt and do what he do what he did in Egypt and tell Pharaoh that his wife was a sister. So the number thing the number two thing that we need to do is call on the name of the Lord. So once we leave our Egypt or even as we are leaving our Egypt, we need to call out. On, I mean, we need to call out to God and say, God, I need help. I messed up. Help me, please help me. The number three thing that we need to do is commit to living God's way. And we do that by talking to him every day and being willing to have that conversation with him 
both by prayer and by reading his word because prayer is our communication with God. Reading God's word is his communication with us. And I would encourage you also to have some quiet time after your prayer and just just sit with just sit with the silence because God often speaks to our heart when we are silent. And so I want to leave you guys with the memory verse. And the memory verse comes from the book of John chapter 14 and it's verse 6 and it says it says Jesus answered I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me so I kind of want to kind of want to take that a little bit further not to not to make it unbiblical but there are so many things going on in this world, especially right now in the time of both social media and personal development, where the often um, QT saying is, you do you, baby boo. And like, people are saying, well, all roads lead to heaven and God right here in this path, in this Verse is saying, no, that is not true. I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you don't know me, you're not going to get to heaven. And so, you guys, I really, this might sound like a really harsh message, but I want to tell you guys that even though God and the Lord Jesus might seem like a tough way to follow and that it might sound like a lot of restrictions. It's really not because once you submit to fully following to fully following what God wants for your life, you are going to actually live in so much freedom. And I want that for all my friends and all my family. And I want that for whoever's listening to this. So I pray that if you have not accepted the Lord as your Lord and Savior, that you would commit or at least think about doing it today by saying, Dear Lord, I don't understand everything about you yet. But what I do understand is that you love me, that you died on the cross for my sins, and I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior, and I'm ready to go on this adventure that you want to take me on. I know that life is not going to be easy, but I know with you that it is going to be worth it because from here on out, I'm never going to be alone. I accept you today. As my Lord and Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. And I guarantee you that if you prayed that prayer or something like it, that you will be taken on that adventure. 
be ready. And like I said, it will not be easy, but it will be worth it. And nothing God does is because he doesn't love you. God often does things because he loves you and because he wants to keep you in a place where you have to rely on him. Because if we get so far away from him that we feel like we could rely on ourselves, that's when we get into trouble. So that is why God might put us into situations that might seem unfair or might seem like they're restrictions. It is because he loves us that he does that. Um, I hope that all is going well with you guys today and you're having a beautiful, blessed day. Feel free to share this message if you would like to with anybody. If you're watching me on my social media, please leave a comment or question down below if you have any. Or you can message me via my website, encouragementwithmarinacole.com. And I have a section set up where you could leave me a voice message if you would like. I'll talk to you guys later. I love you and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks again so much for listening. Feel free to leave me a true and honest review on your favorite podcast player. Or you can also message me via my website. I have the audio set up where you can leave me a voice message. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.